Hi, welcome to Life of Love Ministries podcast. This is Rhonda Johnson. Today, the topic of our discussion is the purposes of miracles. The purpose of miracles is like most things with God, and that is that they're multifaceted. There's more than one purpose. Of course, the purpose, the main purpose that we see is an answer to our need, whether it be healing, any type of healing, or a financial need, or a healing in a relationship, we see a miracle as that answer. But we see in the scripture, in Mark chapter 8, and I'll show you in a, in a moment, um, how that Jesus intends on us getting more from a miracle than just the immediate answer that we seek. Miracles are much more, much more important than just the immediate answer to our prayer. But first I want to read Romans chapter 12, verse 2, and this is from the Amplified Bible. And it says, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, and be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. So this is saying that by renewing our minds and maturing in our relationship with God, we prove what God's will is. So that's encouraging and that's a great goal for us to have is that we want to live a mature life so that we see and prove not only to ourselves but others what God's will is. And then it goes on to remind us that God's will is what is good acceptable and perfect maturing in the lord changes the way we think there's a scripture in first corinthians that says when i was a child i thought as a child and i spoke as a child but when i became a man paul said i put away childish things so what he's saying here is that he changed as he matured and as he became a godly man he put away those things the childish thinking and the childish way of doing things. Also, let's look at, at Mark 8, 20, uh, 11 through 21. And let's see the story of Jesus. So in Mark chapter 8, let's start in verse 13, where Jesus had just discussed with the, with the Pharisees that he was not going to give this evil generation the sign that they seek. But it says, leaving them, he again boarded the boat and left for the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. Jesus repeatedly ordered them, saying, watch out, beware of the, of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. They began discussing this with one another, saying, it's because we have no bread that he said this. Jesus, aware of this discussion, said to them, Why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you still not see or, or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Though you have eyes, do you not see? And though you have ears, do you not hear and listen to what I have said? And do you not remember? And then he reminded them, starting in verse 19, do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, and how many baskets full of broken pieces you picked up? And they answered, Twelve. And when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, 
How many large baskets full of broken pieces did you pick up again? And they answered, Seven. And so he was saying to them, Do you still not understand? And I feel like Jesus says that to us sometimes. Do we still not understand? So when our minds are not renewed, when we haven't allowed the Lord to change the way we think, we misunderstand things many, many times. When our middle son was about two years old, we started trying to potty train him. And um, our oldest son, we got a potty training book and we read it to him and he just kind of said, oh, okay. And we were done. That was it. We were potty trained. My middle son was not quite so easy. He just, no matter what we tried, we read the books, we, we talked, we tried and tried to bargain with him, reason with him, and he was not interested in potty training. He did have a dental, he had a, a gum disease when he was two, and um, he loved chewing gum. And so my husband and I decided to just, you know, what we felt was desperation, we just decided to try giving him a reward for chewing gum. And it was a genius move because instantly he was potty trained when he made the correlation between successful potty and getting the gum, we were done until it didn't work anymore. And we, you know, we tried everything. And once again, one day I just under my breath, not expecting an answer at all. I just said, we were doing so good. What happened? You know, why did you stop going to the potty? And Jesse looked up and just said, well, the gum hurts my teeth. <laughs> For the longest time, I thought Jesse had missed the point. Until I realized, no, we had missed the point. Jesse was only in it for the gum. He wasn't learning anything. And, you know, the Lord is like that with us. He does miracles and he meets our needs. And he's hoping to show us who he is in those things. Not just to make our pain stop. Not just to give us strength for the day. Not just to heal a relationship. And those things are important. But the Lord wants to show us who he is and let us see him as our provider and our source. And that miracles mean so much more than just the immediate need being met. And so the disciples had completely missed the point. There they stood in a boat with lo one loaf of bread with the one who had multiplied the loaves and the fishes time and time again. The one who fed 5,000 from a little boy's lunch. The one who raised the dead. The one who took care of needs and made the blind see and miracle after miracle after miracle these disciples had seen. And yet when they themselves were standing in the boat with Jesus, having only one loaf of bread, they worried about what they were going to eat. That seems so silly to me. And yet Jesus is saying that's exactly what you do all the time. Every miracle we've ever seen Jesus do, whether it be for the disciples or whether it be for Moses and the children of Israel, every miracle that God has ever done has been to show us who he is. And I'll tell you how we know that. And that is from the scripture in Psalm 119, 111. The word says, the testimony of the Lord is our inheritance. They are the joy of my heart. Every miracle that God has ever done 
is our, it's our story, it's our history, because we're God's family. They weren't just the children of Israel's miracles. They weren't just God's people all through time. They weren't just the disciples' miracles and the people who lived in Jesus' time. Every one of those miracles were to show us who God is and who he wants to be to us. The Lord wants for us to come to him first when our cares are heavy on our hearts. He wants to exchange our heavy burdens for his lightheartedness. And so it's so important for us to realize and for us to change our mind and have our minds renewed into realizing that God is a God of continual, constant miracles, constantly answering our prayers. The Word tells us to, um, he, says, he says to pray without ceasing. That's not just so that we go around, you know, constantly talking. It's because he constantly wants to know what's on our heart. He constantly wants to know what's on our minds. And he constantly wants to be the answer to our needs. In, um, in the scriptures we read where he asked the disciples, Do you still not understand? Do you still not know? Have your hearts been hardened? The answers to prayers and miracles, the touch of God on our lives is supposed to change our mind. It's so important for us to realize that because God wants for us to live counting on him. He wants for us to live having faith in him. Jesus didn't ever tell a person no. He didn't ever say, well, I would meet your need, but, you know, I heard the way you were talking earlier today. No, the only qualifier was, do you believe? We reason that the miracles that God did were just, you know, the elements or it was just a circumstantial thing or it was just a really neat coincidence. But we have to know that God was doing miracles and still does miracles. He does miracles in our lives every day. What have you seen God do? What have you heard him say? What do you remember? Some people think I'm nuts for the way that I pray and for the way that I try to believe the Lord. But you have to remember what I've seen. Some of you know, some of you don't. My little brother had a life expectancy of two hours after a gunshot wound. And he lived 26 more years. My dad had a life expectancy of just a couple of months. And the Lord gave us 18 more years with him. Yep, I believe for some pretty crazy things sometimes. And not all my prayers are answered. My mother passed away. My older sister passed away. Not all my prayers are answered. Not all my prayers are answered with yes. But even when things don't go as I ask the Lord for them to go, He's with me and He strengthens me and He helps me know that good is going to come out of terrible situations. And that in itself is a miracle. So I want to invite you today to ask the Lord to help you to understand His ways and help you to understand and to see all the times that He has uh, come through for you, all the times that He's answered prayers and been, been your miracle when you may have overlooked it. And also, 
I want for you to ask the Lord to help you see when He is helping you and when He's moving on your behalf on a daily basis, because He is. I want to invite you today to um, respond to the link on your email for prayer requests. We have the most amazing prayer team at Life of Love Ministries. We have dedicated um, prayer warriors who just really go to the Lord for the requests that come in. We have the most exciting, amazing results. God has answered prayers, prayer after prayer, need after need. Amazing, amazing prayers that are too personal. I can't share them with you. But I can tell you this, God hears our prayers and he answers. So let us pray for you and uh, let us, let me take your prayer to the, to the prayer team and let them go to the Lord for you, for your need and your cares. I hope that you will think about the word. I hope that you'll look up these scriptures in Mark 8 and in Acts chapter 12 verse 2 about renewing your mind. And I, I just hope and pray that you were blessed by this word and that God will change your life and help you to understand when he's involved with your, with your life and meeting your needs. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.